hello, 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 and welcome to yet another episode of the one and only and not so lonely Crush It with Creativity podcast with your host, Joy Kosh. What is that it that we crush in this podcast? Well, anything that poses itself as an obstacle on your path to step into your field of favor gets crushed in this Crush It with Creativity podcast. So brace yourself for an exciting episode and keep crushing it with your creativity. This is Joy Kosh. Let's get into the part two of a new currency in economy 2.0 in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. I am assuming you are here with me to continue on after episode one of this very important discussion that will shape the way you approach the problem of making yourself more valuable to an employer or to your business clients as Economy 2.0 unfolds. Now, you do not need to be a Nobel laureate in economics to know at the core of your being that the current financial system has a broken backbone and cannot sustain the burden of global debt, which can never be paid back. No matter how hard they try to artificially concoct the numbers, it defies common logic on how the stock market can be exploding when billions of people around the world are putting up a brave face without a job or business revenue coming in, running down their savings, depleting their emergency funds, while some are literally running on fumes. While Albert Einstein did say it clearly, it certainly does not take any special intelligence to know that it is borderline madness to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. And this applies to the death throes of the global economy as more and more people wake up to embrace the new economy 2.0. We are clearly not borderline mad. We are the dominant species in the planet, for crying out loud. So Economy 2.0 will demand that we approach our professional lives differently. In Episode 1, you had related to the problem statement. And you have also resonated, I assume, with a why. Perhaps you had become part of that problem statement. I love problems, and you know why? They're fun to solve. How do we solve this problem? Well, hang in there a little longer, and you will learn about the unlimited amount of an organic currency that you already own free and clear that you can now invest and prosper and thrive in Economy 2.0. And I believe this currency is the timeless solution to the problem you are perhaps 
faced with. Now let's talk about the who, the two sides of the same coin. Imagine for a minute a coin, any coin for that matter, that defines a part of currency of any nation. It has two sides, and both are significant to define that coin. Now in the context of this discussion, the two sides of the coin represents the two who's that define the health of your personal economy. The one of the two who's is you. Yourself who provide a skill, a product or a service. And the other who is the party that consumes what you provide and compensates you in what should be an equitable exchange of money and benefits. And that would be an employer or a business customer. Now, in order for our metaphoric coin to roll and have any material existence or economic significance, it needs the third side, the rim, right? Likewise, in order for your employer or your business client to consume anything, they need you to provide something that have at least a perceived value so that a monetary exchange can be transacted. Now, in order for you to receive compensation, that employer or that business customer must be able to find an equitable value in your offer for the price that they are willing to pay. If you can increase the perceived or even the real value of your offering, you increase the likelihood that your who will actually take you up on your offer. Everyone likes a good deal, right? More value, less price. So, in order for this tale of the two who's to be told, as you can understand, both have a role to play and either party is dependent on the other. And that is how the coin rolls. And that's how the economy moves forward, through an equitable value exchange. If your income stream had been disrupted, shut down or not, as we have established in episode one, the why is because your ex-employer or business clients could no longer find an equitable value exchange for the funds they could bring to bear to compensate you. They chose to shift to someone else who could provide them that equitable value exchange. Note here that equitable in economy 2.0 represents not just equal, but greater value for the price to pay. Equitable represents a value stack of an offer greater than the price a consumer will pay. So is it possible that your income stream stopped because the value stack of what you offer became lower than what an employer or a business customer is willing to pay? 
Is it also possible that your ex-employer or the customer no longer wanted to pay the same price anymore because they could find the same value stack elsewhere at a lower price? So this brings us to determine the true identity of the who that needs fixing. You cannot control what the customer can or will do unless you, my friend, increase your own value stack to such a level that you can actually control the purchasing decisions of an employer or a customer. In the old economy, most of us were placing the blame on the employer or the customer. And truth be told, we had forgotten our sense of personal accountability and responsibility. We had become dependent on the other who to feed our income stream. And we had become complacent with the state of affairs. But as far as this problem statement goes, we are that who that we need to solve a problem for is not an external entity as within so without today we have learned the lesson the hard way and that is one of the wonders of life and a gift of being human economy 2.0 will rest on the shoulders of those of us who learn these lessons of history and are willing to change our professional patterns of thought, of presentation, and execution that make ourselves more valuable in whatever market we serve as an employee or as a business owner. And those who adapt to these demanding winds of change of self-accountability and self-responsibility will automatically become self-sufficient and thrive in this new economy 2.0. They will scale to greater heights than they ever did in whatever core competency they specialize in and in whatever market they play in. So let's get into the how. Your unique ability to make a massive unique impact, how is that the solution. So far, we have defined the what the problem statement is. And we've also figured out the why, and we figured out the who is in pain due to that problem. So we also know the why our who is in pain. Now, as explorers and pioneers, as the dominant species in the planet, the obvious question now is, how can we solve this problem and relieve our who of their pain? Since this who in this pickle, in this problem, is none other than you and I, well, that makes us take unflinching ownership of the problem and stay committed to find a good solution. If you're still resonating with this message, my friend, I am certain you will take personal accountability and personal responsibility to take ownership of this problem that has inflicted so much of pain in your life. And this applies to me or anyone else who is committed 
to find a better way of life in this new economy. So let us join forces. Let us collaborate to solve this problem together, shall we? So the big question now for you and I is how to solve this problem of losing our value stack in the perception of an employer or a business customer. And here's the best news. You already possess loads of the core ingredient of that solution and that to free and clear. This is your secret ace for economy 2.0. I call it unique impactability. Your unique ability to make massive unique impact. Regardless of whether you will be working at an employer or you will run a business, when you make your personal discovery of your very own unique impactability and apply it in whatever you do for your income stream, you will dramatically increase your value stack and establish your differentiator in your field of competition. You think it's a bold claim? Well, let me explain what unique impactability is and you get to decide. Unique impactability combines five ingredients in its recipe. First, you have your natural creativity. Second is your analytical ability. Third is your ability to combine your creativity and the analytical ability to solve problems that cross your path. The fourth ingredient in the unique impactability recipe is your innate basic instinct to serve and make an impact on others by solving problems, reducing or eliminating pain and increasing pleasure in their lives. And the fifth ingredient is being a heart-centered, purpose-driven, impact-motivated and yet a profit-conscious entrepreneurial spirit keen to seek that value exchange for the impact that you deliver. Now, the number five ingredient does not imply that all of us have to leave a job that we love and become entrepreneurs overnight. It does demand, however, that we all think, project ourselves, and perform as entrepreneurs who desire to make impact with their work and also expect to generate profits in an equitable value exchange. This is how you become a valuable asset to an employer or to your business customers. So there you go. The cat just got out of the bag. Some will listen to this formula, listen to this recipe, purse their lips, shrug their shoulders and move on with their lives. Perhaps as they did in the old economy. Expecting in vain for things to change for them in economy 2.0. They won't wait to know that the same formula, the same recipe has worked over and over again 
for me in the last 28 years of my 30-year career as a business and innovation consultant, serving some amazing clients across four continents. It worked for me consistently, whether I was an employee or whether I was that solopreneur in my innovation consulting business. I wanted to reiterate that if you're working at a job that you love, number five, the number five ingredient does not imply that you become an entrepreneur overnight. It does, however, imply that you think and project and perform at your job with the fire of an entrepreneur, a heart-centered, impact-motivated, purpose-driven, and yet a profit-conscious entrepreneur, all coexisting at the same time. What can you do and project in your daily work at a job that will increase the perceived value of your employee profile in the eyes of your employer. Project your unique impactability. Demonstrate to your employer that you are thinking and performing beyond your job description. You are that amazing entrepreneur deep down in your core. And you know why? Because your employer is an entrepreneur themselves. So when you think and project yourself and perform like them, boom. That is your differentiator at your job. That's what grabs attention. That's what convinces an employer that it is worthwhile to continue to invest in the equitable exchange of value of your employment. Once upon a time, I had run a search in Google. I searched with this term, quote, janitors who became top executives, end quote. And I was in simple awe at the amazing stories of how these incredibly gifted individuals leveraged what I call their unique impactability to rise from perhaps the lowest level in an organization to the echelons of major corporations. Go ahead, run this search by yourself after you finish listening to this podcast. You will find the proof right there in those amazing stories of quantum leaps accomplished because along the way, those individuals defied their current situations, projected themselves consciously or unconsciously, in the full glow and glory of their unique impactability and invested that free and clear asset that they discovered and applied in practice. Now it is your turn, my friend. It is your turn to glow in your glory. It is your turn to dazzle the world with the brilliance of your creativity. See, that's why I'm so excited to be here with you. I am so excited that you are here with me in this Crush It With Creativity family. The same formula works for you business owners and entrepreneurs who perhaps have so far performed at or below average your true unique impactability levels, and which is perhaps the reason why similar results 
showed up in your life? Well, we know the problem. So we can absolutely solve it, right? As an entrepreneur, you are naturally good at problem solving. So this should be right up your alley. Now there's a saying I'm sure you've heard, that opposites attract. Well, that is true, but it's true in the physical plane. In the non-physical or the spiritual plane, like attracts like. Now let me explain. You walk into a room full of happy people and hours go by without you taking notice of the time. You walk into a client meeting who probably had a bad day and I wish you luck achieving any of your objectives in that meeting. Every business owner solves a problem in their target market. You fulfill a deficit. As long as you are in the minority of business owners solving that problem, you still enjoy a decent value stack of revenue coming in. But when others enter your territory, your consumer has options and the value of your value stack diminishes. So how do you compensate? Well, recall the five ingredients of the unique impactability recipe. Everything else being equal, which ingredient do you think could increase your value stack in the perception of your customer? Yes, it's number one, your creativity. Combine that competitive advantage of your creativity with number two, which is your analytical ability, and number three, which is your ability to solve problems, and voila. Chances are, you would have innovated or invented a new offering for your customer that gets you in front, leading the pack in your competitive landscape. Now, without taking names, I recently interacted with a company in North Carolina who used to organize large-scale live events as their core business, serving big names in the marketing and the personal development industry that I'm sure you'll definitely know about. Now when I say big events, I'm talking about events with at least a thousand plus participants. Yes, those event management logistics are huge and they grow exponentially for larger crowds. Now when this pandemic hit, with no live events possible, their business was on the verge of being shut down. But you know what? They chose to pivot their business model to go completely online. Any event host could visit a special studio, theirs, in North Carolina, and deliver the entire multi-day event live and completely online to thousands of participants anywhere in the world with live broadcasts, live breakout rooms, breaks, Q&A, all done virtually, all done live, all done online. Now, this is no ordinary feat, and it truly deserves a standing ovation for being creative in finding options to say no to adversity and pivot to a business model that not only saved their business and secured the employment for their employees, but also allowed their clients 
to continue serving their audience in times when they needed their support? How much impact was made to the audience, to their clients and to their own employees? How much profit do you think this company generated for themselves and their clients on the verge of shutdown? Outstanding application of unique impactability. Take a bow for setting a stellar example. I wish I had the permission to say the name of this amazing company, perhaps another time. Well, this brings us to the end of episode two, where I introduced you to your unique impactability. Your unlimited, free and clear asset that will be the keystone for your bridge into the new economy 2.0. I have some homework for you until the next episode three. What is your unique impactability? Dig deep. It may not be evident. And it may not be related to what you currently do for a living. Pause for a moment. Get into a place of quiet and calm and indulge yourself on a bit of self-reflection. I can guarantee you, my friend, this will all be well worth your me time. Well, that brings us to the end of episode two. If you know anyone who could benefit from this information, help me make an impact on their lives by sharing this message, this episode, with your network on social media. Sharing is caring, as you know, and more so when what you share can actually benefit others. So thank you again for listening, and I will catch you soon in episode three. In the meantime, find your unique impactability, my friend. Bring it out so that you can crush it with your creativity. This is Joy Ghosh. Signing out for now. I will be with you in episode three. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of this episode in the Crush It with Creativity podcast. We trust you enjoyed it just like Joy did pouring his heart out to you. Should you feel this episode added value to you, We would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family in your social media networks so that we can impact other lives with our message. Ready to take on a crush it with creativity challenge for yourself and really crush whatever poses an obstacle for you stepping into your field of favor? Visit us at at www.uniqueimpactability.com for details on the next challenge coming up and sign up for more information. Until the next episode, take care and keep crushing it with your creativity.